Welcome back to Throne Hands yet again. Another great episode. Uh, we got Breck here, and we also got his friend Zach. How are you two doing? I'm good. Not too bad. All right. So, I don't, I'm doing time constraints. We're going to go over the main event and then all the crazy events that have been made in the past 24, 48, or however many hours. So, main event here Derek Brunson versus Kevin Holland. Derek Brunson coming off a, a nice win over the the, the young upstart Edmund Shabazian, and then you got Kevin Holland coming off a crazy, crazy knockout against uh, Jacare Souza. Uh, we're going to start with Zach here. What's your thoughts on this matchup? Uh, I'm definitely a fan of Kevin Holland. He's been on the come up for a lot of time now. Derek Brunson definitely had a good knockout of Shabazian, but Kevin Holland's grappling and submission game, I definitely think could give him the edge in this fight. And what about you, Breck? Yeah, I, I echo a lot of what Zach said. Uh, Holland is a different animal in 2020 off the five five wins. And even though Brunson got a win over Shabazian, I just like Holland too much. Yeah, I like Holland in this one. Is, uh, yeah, I think Holland woke up feeling dangerous in 2020, I think. Oh, I don't like And I think that I, I don't see Derek, Br- Derek Brunson getting older. Kevin Holland's only getting better. So, this is exciting to see. All right, predictions. I'm going Kevin Hall knockout. What do you have to say? Excuse me. What do you have to say, Zach? I would probably go Kevin Hall by uh, unanimous decision. All right, Breck. I'll agree. Unanimous decision. Uh, all right. So that is the what we're the that's gonna do it for our preview of this one. We're gonna do a full review. Hold on, uh, Jacob. Who do you like up? in R- Riddell Gillespie? Gillespie. I I think he bounces back too. Yeah. What about you, Zach? I definitely go with Gillespie too. He's probably one of the most like least talked about guys for the talent that he has. Yes, especially when it comes to grappling, I think. Mm-hmm. All right. So we have much to discuss when it comes to the world of matchups. Um, we got a lot. Um, so first off, we got to talk about uh, what is it, 261? Oh, yeah. Ooh. Uh, Dana White, <laughs> I guess he woke up feeling dangerous. Um, we got Usman versus Masvidal as the headliner, which is garbage, I think. And then we got uh, Shevchenko, uh, Andrade, and uh, Zhang versus Nami Yunus at 261 to round it out with the championship pass. And you also got uh, Jimmy Crute and Anthony Smith on this one. Full crowd, Jacksonville, Florida. Um, first off, I'm not surprised about the full crowd. You know, thinking about it, nothing much will change in Florida. They've been doing this crap for months, so. I don't see it. So I don't see much changing. Uh, Zach, what are your thoughts on this card? Honestly, I'm kind of on the same wavelength as you. I hate the fact that they're running Jorge back. Um, sure, he was coming off six days in his last fight and put up like a decent performance, but I do think that Colby Covington and Usman are just in a different wavelength and honestly, a different level in that division. No one else has really touched either of them. And the Colby fight, a lot of people don't know. 
he was up against Uzma before getting knocked out on the cards. So he's definitely deserving of the winner of this matchup. Yeah, I, I agree with you there to an extent. And I, I, I just and you know, we have what's his face, Leon Edwards saying he deserved the title shot or whatnot, which I think is ridiculous. And then I don't know. Kobe Covington, he should be next, I think, unless he and Steve, uh, Wonderboy Thompson want to sell their beef that they've been having. Uh, Breck, what are your thoughts on this uh, on this uh, card? I agree with a lot of what Zach said, but I think the other two fights are more interesting. I think uh, Zhang Wei Li Rose is is an interesting one, and uh, who's the other? Um, Shevchenko and Drage. Shevchenko and Drage. I don't. That's going to be a good fight. I just think Shevchenko is too good for Andrade. I it's a really good card, though. It's a good card. Yeah, I, I think Shevchenko is just too good for anybody. <laughs> All right, two matchups that have been made. Um, we're gonna we're gonna go from least exciting to most exciting. Um, Jack Manson versus Edmund Shabazian. Um, that's intriguing. I like that one a lot personally. I think two guys looking to get back into it, both coming off of losses. Um, I, I don't. I think Shabazian should try to find something else other than Tverdian as a camp because I don't exactly trust uh, Tverdian. Uh, but what were your thoughts on this matchup, Breck? It's not a good fight for Shabazian after a loss like that. This is a horrendous fight for him. I, I, I'm. I fear for his his jujitsu better be good because Jack Manson is going to look to submit him. You hook. It, yeah, heel hook. Uh, it's not a good matchup on your first fight back after a loss. And what about you, Zach? Do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, literally, Hermanson's defeat of Kevin Gaslam, first-round submission, a guy who's definitely hung around with on people like Israel Adesanya in this division. For Edmund, I just don't really get why you'd want to accept this fight coming off a loss. Like, you're, he's still extremely young for the division and, honestly, the sport. But just throwing a lot of guys at you are heavy hitters. And honestly, like, you're not going to rise up into the top 15 if you're going to be taking on guys like this. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with you there, I think. It, it, that's just a super tough task, I think. So, another matchup. Uh, what's his face? Paolo Costa drank too much wine and had to drop out. Well, not- we got the matchup we wanted for years. We got. What's his face? Kelvin Gaslam stepping in for Paolo Costa. Um, I'm excited. I I think uh, Bobby Knuckles uh, Gaslam is going to be an incredible fight. And I think if Robbie would Robbie wins, um, he gets the title shot. But I think if Gaslam wins, the winner of Vittori Till gets the title shot. I think that clears up a lot more things. Uh, Zach, what do you think? Yeah. I definitely like how you brought up the Till fight versus Vittori because that's been in the works for a while now. No traction was really made on until these past couple months. But, yeah, this is definitely going to be a great fight. I probably would go with Bobby Knuckles, his last fight against Darren Till. Even though it did go to the decision, he kind of controlled the pace to control everything about the fight. So I don't see Whitaker really losing this one unless he gets hit with a wild shot. And what about you, Breck? Um... It's tough. The Till Vittori winner, I think, gets in a title shot before the Rob Gaslam winner. Even though if Rob wins, it's he's on what like a four fight win streak after that. Mm-hmm. But um, 
it's a, I don't know if like Dana has a vendetta against Robert. He always is like out of the title picture. You know what I mean? Yeah. When they ask Dana, he's always like, we're looking at somebody else. Because <laughs> he held up the division for so long. He did hold up the division for a little bit. Those well, those UL fights took a lot out of him. But um, I love you. I love you. Um, I love you, Mike. It's interesting. The the winners. I don't know. I think Till Vittori went against the title shot. But I like I like knock, uh, Bobby Knuckles in that. Marvin Vittori. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I can't wait. I hope Darren Till gets the press that he deserves. But on to uh, a, a main event that's just been made. Font versus Garbrandt. This is going to be awesome. Uh, it'll, it'll be interesting to see how Cody Garbrandt returns after such a horrendous uh, experience with uh, the Corona, uh, well, COVID-19 rather. Um, I think this is interesting. I think with the way the rankings are, this could clear up some uh, number. Maybe these, the winner of this could contend for the next number one contendership. Um, I don't know. It's a really interesting prospect. Uh, what do you think, Zach? Yeah, for me, this is one that Cody Garbrandt definitely has to win from all his losses. Well, I shouldn't say losses because it was obvious at the time that TJ Dillashaw was on EPO. But he came off three losses in a row. Um, this is one that Cody definitely needs to get back to the belt, which he ultimately wants to do. Um, if he loses here, though, and Bond's no joke, he could definitely stay hit honestly with the best of them. He has Cody Garvin has to win this fight. If he doesn't, he's going to slip in the rankings. I believe he's four right now, but that division is pretty stacked. So it's going to be hard yeah. to rise back up. What about you, Breck? What do you think? Um, yeah, Garbrandt needs the win more than Rob Font, but like Zach said, the division is a little muddy right now. I mean, we just they announced Sanhagen's fighting Dillashaw in May, I think. But um, it's I think you're right, uh, Jacob. I think this is like a second contender shot, like you said, like the contender to the next contender shot. But um, I don't know how you feel. I, I I'm like Rob Font hits super hard. Yeah, and. I mean, they both hit pretty hard. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, it's interesting. I, I don't know. It's too early for me to pick a winner. That's, I mean, that's I don't think that fight. fight's getting out of the second round, to be honest. They they both like to – Garbrandt and Font both like to, to swing leather a lot. And speaking of Corey Sandhagen, uh, t- him and TJ Dillashaw – that's another uh, Dillashaw is going to a buzzsaw or, or wood chip or whatever the analogy is. Cause that's going to be bad. I think for Dillashaw cause Corey Sanhagen's on a different level. When, uh, I think I would put him up there with Sterling and Jan as the best in this division. It's, it's exciting stuff. What do you think, Zach? Yeah, I feel bad. I feel like Cody's, I mean, Corey Sanhagen's been disrespected after that loss to Sterling. I mean, that was just an unlucky, you know, series of events. He was caught on his back. But this is honestly shocking. After years hiatus, well, he was also suspended. That TJ Dillashaw immediately gets probably a future champion in that division. So I, I want to see what TJ looks like. But being away from the fight game for years, you know, that definitely has to take something away from you. And what do you think, Breck? <sighs> yeah, I'm not liking Dillashaw's chances in this one. Um, you look at the history of you, you know, supposed steroid guys in the UFC. You look at, like, you know, TRT, Vitor. And then once he's off the TRT, how much worse he looks. And I just wonder if we're going to see the same with Dillashaw. Maybe not as fast. Doesn't have the cardio that he once did. 
So um, I like this one. Yeah. Here's my thing with Dillashaw. Um, I think that, you know, he got an EPO to make the weight cut easier down to 125. So I don't, I don't really think he was on EPO that much at 135. Maybe he was, maybe he wasn't. But part of the reason he, he, he was on EPO was for, the, for an easier cut down to 125. Breck, you got to fill me in, man. What's going on? I'm sorry. There's a bunch of dogs running around. It's, it's a little much. No, you're, right. you're, you're all right. You're all right. His last um, – the way that he looked in his fights, just to make the weight, and I understand, uh, like, that's a hard drop. He just didn't look like someone who should be alive. He honestly looked, like, so unhealthy. That's what, that's what EPO does, man. Yeah. It sends more oxygen to your muscles so you don't – Yeah. It increases your red blood cell count, if I'm correct. Yeah. But apparently, you have to like work the treadmill or your Peloton at like three in the morning because you get blood clots easily. Yeah. Speaking of weight cuts, did you see that Stoliarenko weight cut? Yeah, yeah, that was bad. That was really bad. I think they got to add more weight classes to the women's division because, like, I I think they've been adding some more weight classes. Like, I believe in that, but especially for those, like, there should be an atom weight for women, one fifty five maybe. You know. I hate the argument too that it dilutes like I don't the authenticity or like the value of the belts. Like I still think like no matter how many belts there are, it's always going to be special to have it at something. And you'll honestly see more guys who hold belts simultaneously. Yeah, it, yeah, it's harder. I'm not. I'm, I'm just speaking scientific fact. I'm not misogynist or anything. But it's harder for women to cut weight because they they tend to have more body fat and it's easier to expel water from muscle than it is body fat. So I think more weight classes at the women's level, like at 120, 110, you know, more inter- intermediate weight classes would really help out a lot for these women. So Even then though, if you look yeah. at that last fight with Adesanya and middleweight to light heavyweight is probably, I think, believe it is the biggest jump yeah. for weight class. He just honestly, honestly, I'm sure Blockwood's had like, at least 20 pounds on him, if not more, which you just saw throughout the fight. He was working him, but he was in some punches too. It wasn't just a ground game. Yeah. So yeah, there's, there's lots to discuss there. Uh, we need to fix weight cutting. We got to fix gloves. We got to fix how a title changes hands after DQ. We got to fix a lot of stuff, boys, but one last thing to talk about the le- Habib Nurmagomedov. Dana White gave up. Finally should have given up months ago. Cause we all knew Habib was retired. But we have Du Bronx versus quite possibly the least deserving title challenger in UFC history since Dan Henderson when he fought Michael Bisping. It's Michael Chandler versus Du Bronx for the lightweight title. I don't get why it's not Justin Gaethje. I think that's absurd. But uh, we'll start with Breck. What do you think of this one, man? I'm happy they finally got Khabib. Like, I'm happy that's all over. It's a little ridiculous. Dan is just trying to string it along. But, um, do Bronx versus Chandler. I mean, it, it's tough. The Chandler became a pretty big overnight star after that Dan Hooker KO. So you could see why they'd give it to him. But yeah, it should be Poirier Du Bronx for the for the title. Well, Poirier Poir- Poir- wants the money fight. Yeah, he wants the money fight. But I think it should be Gaethje Du Bronx, in my opinion. Yeah, you could argue that too. I mean, Gaethje before I know he got submitted, but he's doing well on the feet. Yeah. Now the question is, where does Kevin Lee fit into all of this? Oh, that's a really good question. <laughs> what do you What do you think, Zach? I totally agree with you. Michael Chandler is a guy. If you look at him in the ring, he he is actually a great fighter. I don't want to, you know, knock his name or ever because he didn't. You know, he came from Bellator, I believe, or K Champions. Which one was it? Oh, Bellator. 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 Yeah. 
But Dan Hooker, I mean, a good fighter as well. Definitely passed what if his if he had a prime, you know, definitely passed it. I do like how they finally gave Charles a shot, but I agree. Justin Gaethje should have been the guy. Um, I don't know why they didn't do it. I don't know what Dana didn't see, but you know, he looked good in the Khabib fight. So yeah. Now if Dana wanted to give us what we wanted, he should have been Gaethje Chandler for the title because I mean, wouldn't you want to watch that fight? Come on. That's just pure violence. Yeah, of course. A lot of guys don't even know who Charles Oliveira is, honestly. Yeah. Uh, Kind of a guy like Leon Edwards, like top three, but a lot of people who aren't very, very into UFC cannot name them. Um, mm-hmm. I agree, though. I, I honestly think – I hope Chandler gets worked in this fight to kind of put his value back because it's super inflated right now. Yeah, I, I agree. I think uh, – I mean, they did do a promo about him raising a black child in America, which uh, that, was, that was quite possibly the dumbest thing the UFC's done. <laughs> yeah, it was a little strange they didn't ask, you know – like a black person to do like, what were, they think, what were they thinking? Why would they have a white guy do a black history month promo? Oh, it was so bad. Oh, <laughs> the UFC's had some questionable promotional things this year. The Eminem music video. Yeah, it was bad. That was, uh, it's all so bad, but, oh, this is the, uh, two, two, this is two sixty two. I think Houston, Texas, baby, full crowd at the Toyota center. We're getting crowds back. Is it stupid? Probably. But am I excited? Absolutely. What do you guys think of full crowds before we uh, head off here? We'll start with Breck. I'm, you know, 50%, 100%. I think I think it's okay. You're going to have to get, you know, probably tested before you go. You know what I mean? You're probably going to have to show a negative test before you go. So I don't see why if people are negative, let it be a full house. Yeah. What do you think, Zach? Uh, you know, I was definitely at first not a fan of Fight Island because I just felt like the fight, the environment and the atmosphere of fight is definitely built upon the crowd, but they did a pretty good job with it, I think. I'm definitely happier the fact that we're getting crowds back, you know? Yeah. Great example is Adesanya versus John Jones. They said they wouldn't want that fight to happen without a crowd because yeah. sometimes like some of these fights need an electrifying crowd. To be, to be honest, I don't really want to see Adesanya Jones because what Blahovich did to Adesanya will be 10 times worse uh, with heavyweight John Jones. Oh, yeah, that wouldn't be good. That would but, be horrendous for Izzy, yeah. But heavyweight John Jones, though, who's excited? I oh, am. Finally. Dude, Ngannou is going to beat him. No, he won't. He uh, is, though, bro. People forget how good John Jones is. Dude, Ngannou is the antithesis of technique. Yeah, but, like, Dominic <laughs> Reyes... Yeah. Like almost beat John. But, Jones. but hold on, if you're John Jones, you fought Rashad Evans, you fought Rampage, you fought Leoto, you fought Hua. Is Dominic Reyes going to be exciting to you? No, it's not. I mean, no, he still has to go <laughs> and win the belt, which he barely did in that fight. You know, yeah, he but, won the championship rounds. But yeah. what, what, but uh, Zach, what's more appealing, Stipe or Dominic Reyes? Oh, Stipe. Of course, Stiopic. Stiopic. I mean, yeah, he. Again, a guy who's 40-plus and looks amazing. His last DC fight, he had some of the best hands I've ever seen in his career. Yeah. So I hope I, he does the same thing with Nagano. Yeah, I, I hope I hope uh, he just takes and I watched that uh, Nagano-Stipe fight uh, yesterday, I think. Um, that was brutal to watch, man. That looked so exhausting for on Nagano's part because Stipe oh. was just pushing him down. Like That looked like it sucked. Yeah, he put like a Colby... 
Covington kind of pace on him, and especially with these heavyweight guys. You know, they don't really – a lot of them, the only like the very good ones, a lot of those guys are usually tapped after a round and a half if they're swinging with someone. Yeah, it's – I can't wait for next – and everybody's overlooking uh, Volkanovski Ortega. That's a good fight. Yeah, it's a great fight. Ortega looked unbelievable against the uh, Korean zombie. Looked different. Looks like he his defensive boxing got better since Holloway destroyed him. But um, yeah, Holloway's one of the best. Strikers. Holloway's one of the yeah. best. I think the winner. I mean, the winner's obviously going to get Max. But um, it's interesting. I, I think Volkanovski is just too good on the. You know, yeah, He's too strong. And then when's uh, Yair and Zabit gonna fight? Because the, never. I hope. I, I want them. <laughs> I mean, Yair, isn't he, like, suspended for six months? Though? Yeah, but his suspension is almost over. Yeah, but I, I, he has to stop. He'll probably fight. Yeah, he'll probably fight in, like, the fall, if you had to guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He'll, like, get some time away from all Josh that. Emmett's hitting mitts again, too, so. Mm-hmm. Dude, Feather, gosh, this is a great time for the sport, man. There's no weak divisions. There's excitement in every division. I mean, some, pe- some people would argue light heavyweight, but it's so young. I mean, uh, Rock is 28. Uh, Prashaska is 25. Anthony Smith's only 32. Anka Live's really young. Uzdemir's like 33. Like, this is a young division when it comes you know, to light British, heavyweight. The British kid. What'd you say? The British kid, Tom Aspinall. He's uh, oh, and, he- and that's heavyweight, yeah. Uh, oh, Chris Dawkins. Chris yeah. looked great in his last couple of fights. You have gone. You got you got blades. You still got the black beast up there. What a knockout he had! What uh, a, that was career changing, honestly. Yeah, I don't know if blades ever is the same. No, I was, even Derek Lewis, dude. That was probably that was easily his best one of his entire career. And now he's honestly looking maybe not a title shot, but definitely I'm close. Well, he wants to fight gone. Yeah, I just think he's. If he really wants to hold the belt, if that's actually a goal of his, that you can't be going back down the ladder, especially after knocking out. I, I think he should wait. <laughs> I think he should too. He should wait. Yeah. Like what, let let uh Steelbick and Gaio. John Jones would be a really interesting fight. I know that's like that. I I think Derek Luce would get killed. <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. He just gets up. Crazy well, 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 here's what's going to happen. John Jones is going to let Derek Lewis get close. He's just going to hit him with oblique kicks and front leg side kicks. And he's just not going to let Derek Lewis get in the range. Yeah, one punch. Well, well, I'm sure I bet you heavyweight John Jones can hit you with one punch and it's over. I don't know. Looking pretty uh, slow on those Mets, you know? I mean, every. He's got to get used to the weight, man. John Jones, five defenses. Mark my words, five defenses of the heavyweight title. Five. He's a young heavyweight. Think about it. He's 33. Yeah, he is only 33. And that heavyweight division, you always see guys who are 35 plus still working people. Look at yeah. Steve Aaron now. Steve yeah. is 39. Yeah. Oh, God. No, he's, he's 38. He's 38. He's bad. coming to the end. You know, we're going to. Steel pick. Yeah. <laughs> all right. That's all I got. Do you guys have anything, any comments, queries, uh, anything else you want to add? Any news? Nothing. We, we covered most of it. Yeah, we, we, we did our due diligence today. All right. That was good for a little pace together uh, episode. Zach, thanks for coming on. We oh, Nice to have a third voice. Yeah, it was a pleasure. All right. We'll, we'll have you on another time. Uh, Breck, thanks for coming on, uh, even though, you know, yeah. you were <laughs> a little late. <laughs> a little late. We're, 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 tr- we're trying to piece things together here over at uh, Throwing Hands LLC. So, <laughs> thank you guys for coming on. We'll see you next right. time.